This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2285. Digital simplicity defined in three ways, emotionally, practically, and logistically, by Jenny Lee of hellobrio.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, reading to you with permission from the authors. I cover lots of topics like personal development or self-help, mindfulness, happiness, minimalism like today. And with that, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Digital simplicity defined in three ways, emotionally, practically, and Logistically by Jenny Lee of hellobrio.com. Digital minimalism is not the answer. Let's define digital simplicity and compare it to digital minimalism and digital maximalism. This post is for anyone who feels overwhelmed by their tech, but knows it's not sustainable to ditch it altogether. Just know that by adopting digital simplicity as a life philosophy, you can start to use technology as a tool and streamline your workflows to foster your creativity and growth. In short, digital simplicity brings about abundant creativity. Let's explore what digital simplicity is in terms of these three points of view. Emotionally, what it feels like. Practically, what it looks like day to day. And logistically, what your general philosophy is. The emotions behind digital simplicity, digital minimalism, and your current state of digital maximalism. How digital maximalism makes you feel. Let's assume you're in digital maximalism, having landed on my blog post somehow. Emotionally, you probably feel super overwhelmed with your technology use. There's too much information in this connected world, too many great things you need to consume, books, blog posts, YouTube videos, tweets, podcasts, email newsletters. You're consistently behind. You have popcorn brain. You're subconsciously searching for dopamine bump after dopamine bump. Not to mention your personal tech overwhelm. You're drowning in digital files. You don't know what to do with your photo library. You try to stay organized with your digital life, but can't find the time. Your focus is constantly broken from those nonstop group text messages, or even worse, you may forget to respond to texts altogether. There's a better way the emotions behind digital minimalism. If you're anything like me and lean towards extremes, your knee-jerk response may be to swing the other way and cut yourself off completely and dive headfirst into digital minimalism. Spoiler alert, digital minimalism isn't the real answer. With phone-free weekends and month-long social media cleanses, 
you may feel a huge relief at first, but then you may start to feel FOMO. And then you may actually miss out on important things. Digital simplicity evokes confidence and accomplishment. By nature, digital simplicity gives you a sense of control and balance. When you have your digital together, you will be able to find things quickly in a simple personal knowledge management system, have workflows and habits set up so that you cut down on transition time, and use your technology as your second brain so that you can be more present and in the moment. What digital simplicity looks like day to day. Sweeping solutions feel good, like dumping out your backpack or sweeping everything off your desk. While you might learn stuff about yourself in the process of quick and drastic fixes, this approach may not work out for you in the long run. Digital minimalism isn't a sustainable solution. If you opt for digital minimalism, you may end up using tech as minimally as possible, or not at all. These solutions come to mind. Paper planners, notebooks abound, piles of hardcover books, note cards, sticky notes, and scraps of paper strewn across your desk, sore arms from carrying this all around in your backpack. But then what do you do when you have an email to follow up on or a blog post that you want to bookmark? Well, if you're hearing this, chances are you're a tech-forward person like me, so an analog-first approach won't serve you and you'll feel friction between your analog and digital worlds. I can say this because I've tried a digital minimalism approach several times and failed. Digital maximalism won't allow you to focus. Day-to-day, digital maximalism means constant notifications and configuring everything, like all the time, and having an app for everything. Starting a fast? Wait, first you have to open up your app and start your timer. Going on a road trip? Stop, first we have to get a selfie so I can post it to my IG stories. Finally have some heads down time? Oh, five emails just came in. Let me check those first. Your digital life will rule your existence. You may not even notice it for a while, but digital maximalism is also not a sustainable solution because it will lead you down a path of not really doing and not being present. No bueno. Again, I can say this because I've been here several times. Digital simplicity is both sustainable and flow-inducing. Digital simplicity allows you to use the simplest solution that works for you. You'll be able to use your tech and be in control of it, using certain devices for focus and productivity, automating notifications so you have smart focus times, keeping a digital planner and actually using it, using a time tracker to stay on task, using a simple note-taking app like Apple Notes as your second brain so you can focus better, keeping your bookmarks and tasks in a simple centralized location like Todoist, and maintaining a digital journaling habit. And spoiler alert, adopting digital simplicity as a lifestyle feels really good. And because you have focused states set up and you aren't wasting time designing your dashboard for the nth time, you'll be able to just get down to work and stay in your state of deep work until your Pomodoro goes off or your next focus block begins what digital simplicity is logistically. Logistics is the organization and implementation of a system. It's the bigger picture when compared to your day-to-day, and it's your general approach or philosophy towards technology. Digital minimalism plus logistics. With digital minimalism, you end up stripping away everything in favor of a utilitarian approach. 
This usually ends up meaning you go to extremes and delete social media apps, do 30-day tech cleanses, turn off your Wi-Fi to do deep work, lock yourself away in a remote mountain cabin, generally favor disconnect over intentional use, and check email once per week. This may work for you if your life's work doesn't depend on the internet for income, self-improvement, connection, and the like, but in this modern world, digital minimalism is too extreme. Digital maximalism plus logistics. Logistically, when you think about where you might be with digital maximalism now, you're overwhelmed by your devices and have a Pavlovian response to every single ping and toast notification you receive. You feel like you need to respond to every email, text, phone call, work message, tweet, and DM right away. With digital maximalism, your time isn't spent intentionally. Your days always feel busy, but you're not doing any meaningful work. Continue down a path of digital maximalism and you'll be in a constant state of stress and burnout. And you're training your brain to respond to quick dopamine hits instead of teaching it to do deep work for bigger chunks of time. Digital simplicity plus logistics. Digital simplicity, on the other hand, is all about finding the sides of the diamond that work for you. Yes, I said diamond, because in tech, there are never just two sides of the coin. It really is a multitude of facets and ways of working that could be the best solution for you. With digital simplicity, you can prioritize your tasks and put the big rocks first. Keep your mind clear because your digital life is simplified and streamlined and carve out time for your most important projects. Digital simplicity is the answer. In this tech-forward world, it doesn't work for us to bury our nose in the sand and pretend like tech doesn't exist. If we go from one extreme of digital maximalism and overwhelm to digital minimalism and deprivation, we'll end up in waves of feast or famine. Digital simplicity is the most sustainable solution in these modern times. You just listened to the post titled Digital Simplicity Defined in Three Ways, Emotionally, Practically, and Logistically by Jenny Lee of hellobrio.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com old. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. 
So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Take it to Jenny. I don't necessarily advise against removing digital clutter or doing a digital sabbatical, as long as you're understanding that it is almost certainly just a test or experiment and you can learn from it. Because like most ends of the spectrum, it's unsustainable, just like Jenny talked about. Her answer is something more in the middle, which is generally what I would recommend too, because being consistent with a more of a middle ground approach that's gonna take you a lot farther than inconsistency with extremism. And that applies to most things in life in my experience, from diets and exercise to work, minimalism, and more. So thank you again to Jenny for the reminder and the article. Thank you for being here, really means a lot. I'll be curating articles for you here again tomorrow, so have a great rest of your day and start to your week. And I'll see you in the Tuesday show where your optimal life awaits.